0: Welcome to the how-to dressage podcast and in this episode we're going to look at how riders lose marks in dressage tests. So there's no point in spending hours schooling your horse at home and investing in expensive lessons if you go ahead and throw marks away when you ride a dressage test in a competition. Yet so many riders do just that. So in this podcast episode, we're going to give you some tips on how you can avoid losing those precious marks when you ride your next test. But please note that this podcast episode was put together by a British dressage judge. And although some of these points will be very similar to the rules of other governing bodies, please check the rules and requirements with the governing body that you intend to compete with. So with that out of the way, let's get into today's podcast episode. So firstly, don't throw away marks before you start. Now, before you even ride down the center line, you can potentially lose marks. And that's so frustrating and can easily be avoided. So here are some things not to do. So number one, arriving late. So you should allow plenty of time to drive to the competition venue, get the lay of the land when you arrive and warm up your horse in good time for your test. Now that might sound obvious, but many riders leave themselves short of precious time. And did you know that if you turn up late for your test, you may not be allowed to compete, especially if the class is full? Now, if the judge takes pity on you and there is time, you may be permitted to take an empty slot if there is a withdrawal later in the class, but don't take that for granted. Also, if you arrive late, and you don't have enough time to work your horse in properly then he won't be ready to produce his best work during the test and you'll lose marks unnecessarily. So number two is working in for too long. Now when you arrive at the competition venue it's always a good idea to ask the steward or the organiser if the class is running on time before you even unbox your horse. That way if the class is late you won't overcook your horse by working him in for too long, which again could lose you valuable marks if your horse has gone off the boil when you ride your test. Now number three is incorrect dress and tack. Now there are rules and regulations around what items of tack you are permitted to use, which vary depending on whether the event is affiliated, whether it's a championship or a small local show but basically make sure that you know the rules. Now at the very worst, you could be eliminated if you use tack that is not allowed. And in the best case scenario, you will certainly lose marks. For example, at affiliated events, you are not allowed to use brushing or overreach boots and the penalty for doing so is elimination. Of course, if the judge spots the boots before she rings the bell, you may be allowed to remove them before you begin your test. However, it's not the judge's job to point out incorrect dress and tack to the competitors. And in a busy class where time is tight, she may not even notice the forbidden boots until it's too late. Now, the same applies to your dress. For example, if you are riding in an affiliated competition, you must wear gloves. And if you forget, you will be deducted two precious marks. So the bottom line is to make sure that you know the rules. And if you are in any doubt, ask the organiser of the event in good time so that you can make adjustments as necessary before the day. So point number four is numbers. Now in some jurisdictions, it's now a rule that you should display your starting number on both sides of your horse. Now that applies to all affiliated UK events and to some unaffiliated competitions too, where they run to British dressage rules. Now if you have only one number displayed, or no number on show at all, then you will lose two marks. And lastly number five, learn the test. Now it's amazing how many riders come down the centre line and immediately track the wrong way. Now that's an automatic two mark deduction. Also taking the wrong course interrupts your connection and spoils the flow of the test. So learn your test thoroughly before the day of the competition. And if you think that you might forget where you're going, then ask someone to call the test for you as a backup. So now that we've covered before the test, let's talk about entering the arena. So did you know that entering the arena before the judge rings the bell could get you eliminated? Now that's very easily done if you're concentrating hard on what you're doing or if there's a lot of background noise and you think that the bell has gone. So if you are in any doubt, play safe and politely ask the judge if he or she has given the signal for you to start the test. Now first impressions count. So when you enter the arena, ride accurately down the center line, not a foot or so to the side of it. Basically, if you're on the center line and your horse is moving straight towards the judge, you should get a good mark and don't throw marks away by being inaccurate. Also, your entry sets the standard for the rest of the test. So impress the judge with a good center line and you're off to a great start. Now, whilst we're on that subject, let's talk about riding onto the center line. So when turning onto the center line from the inside of the arena, look ahead and give your horse plenty of time to make a smooth, balanced turn. Now, if you leave the turn until the very last moment, the poor horse ends up falling around the turn and losing his balance which will lose you marks especially if you overshoot the centre line. So now let's talk about saluting. Now the rules for saluting apply whether the salute happens at the beginning or the end of the test or both. Now first of all you must salute the judge. Now a nod of the head is not sufficient and neither is no salute at all. So to salute correctly establish a square halt take your reins in one hand and drop one hand down by your side and nod to the judge. Note that if you are a member of the armed forces and you are riding in your uniform you must salute as you would do when acknowledging a senior officer but in all cases do not salute with your whip in your hand and if the salute is not performed at all or if it is performed incorrectly, then you will be penalised two marks for an error of test. Now, if you are all unsure about how saluting, then we have got a podcast episode and a blog post titled How to Salute in a Dressage Test. Okay, so now let's move on to accuracy. Now, the inaccurate riding of the figures is another big mark loser at all levels in dressage. Now if the test asks you to perform a 15 meter circle then make sure that the circle you ride is indeed 15 meters in diameter and that it is centered at the prescribed marker. So learn the geometry of the arena beforehand and practice riding the movements accurately at home. Now when the test asks for a transition to be executed at a specific marker you must make sure that the transition happens as your body passes that marker. Now if the transition is too late or too early then you will lose a mark or two every time that happens during the test which will really impact your overall score. So next up is to make sure that you ride circles and not squircles. Now if the test asks for a circle then don't ride a square or an egg and think of a circle as a diamond with points rounded off and make sure that you have the horse clearly bent uniformly around the circle. Again, be sure to practice riding accurate circled shaped circles in your home arena, using cones to mark out the points of the diamond to help your accuracy if necessary. So next, let's talk about smooth changes of rein. Now, when riding changes of rein across a diagonal line, don't make an abrupt turn at the marker, and don't ride straight to the letter on the other side of the arena. Instead make the turn smooth and fluent by establishing the correct bend through the corner before the marker and riding the turn as if you are beginning a circle. And aim to reach the track on the opposite side of the arena via a smooth curve rather than aim the horse directly at the letter and then executing a sharp turn. Now the next point is to use all of the arena. Now it's really important that you maximise all the space available to you in the arena and cutting corners or riding a foot in from the boards will make the arena feel much smaller than it needs to be. Now the more time and space you can create for yourself in the arena the easier you will find the movements especially in a busy test when the exercises come quickly one after the other. Now the next important point is to keep quiet. Now although you might use your voice to encourage your horse or to give him subtle instructions when you're riding in your home arena you can't do that in a dressage test or you will lose marks. Now use of the voice is penalized by a loss of two marks each time you do it. So if you chat to your horse continually throughout the test you could potentially lose two marks for every single movement. Now the next point is not to repeat yourself. So if something goes wrong some riders repeat the movement hoping to make a better job of the second attempt. For example if the horse strikes off on the wrong canter lead which puts him on the wrong leg for the half pass the rider might circle away to repeat the canter transition before attempting the half pass again. Now technically representing the horse to perform a movement that you've already attempted is an error of course, which will cost you a two mark deduction. So unless you're riding the test as a schooling exercise, if something goes wrong, then put that behind you and continue with the test. So now let's talk about the give and retake of the reins. So the give and retake of the reins exercise is a prime mark loser. Now when you ride the G and R, you should clearly and smoothly release the contact so that the judge can see that the horse is working in self-carriage and not being held into an outline by the rider's hand. However, many riders make the G&R so abruptly that it's more of a nervous twitch than a given retake. Now if the judge can't clearly see that you've released the contact over one stride then you will most likely see the comment no clear GNR. On your dressage score sheet with a correspondingly low mark or even a two mark deduction for an error of course depending on the judges opinion as to whether you attempted the exercise or not. Okay so lastly we're going to talk about music tests. Now if you're riding in a dressage to music competition there are a few ways in which you can lose marks which include the following. So number one Is that your test plan doesn't include all the compulsory movements for the level of test that you have entered. Number two is that your test plan includes movements that are not permitted for the level of test. For example the work you've included is too advanced for the level. Number three is that your test plan is too long or too short for the prescribed time limit of the test. Number four Is that you haven't shown 20 meters of continuous medium walk. For example two 10 meter half circles at either end of the diagonal line doesn't fulfill the test requirements. And lastly number five is that you must show a full continuous 20 meters of free walk if stipulated in the test requirements for the level. Now you must also remember to test and retest your music CD before you hand it in to the organizers, because if your music fails on the day, then you won't be allowed to compete. So to wrap this episode up, the points that we've discussed are all ways in which riders lose marks in dressage tests, but all of which are easily avoided with a little forethought and practice. Now, if you have any other tips that you would like to share with us or any other questions about this podcast episode then please feel free to leave us a comment at the bottom of the relevant blog post on our website alternatively you can join our training forum which you can find at howtodressage.com forward slash community but to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our other free stuff training diaries books and competitions please don't forget to like and follow us on our other social media platforms facebook instagram youtube twitter and pinterest We truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you've got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.